The Velvet Hammer, an inside look at trial lawyer life with Karen Kohler. Real life stories about fighting the good fight. I've started taking a lot more depositions lately as COVID has continued to disrupt how we're practicing law. Things aren't waiting and so it's time to just keep moving ahead. Normally I like to take depositions in person Normally, I really don't even like to take depositions anymore. When I was a younger lawyer, I did. It was a great way to skill build. And also, it gave you a sense of security that you knew that you could pin people down to what was in their depositions. But of course, the older I've gotten, the more I don't like taking depositions because I'd rather just try the case and not give someone a preview of the type of questions I'm going to be asking. But still, I take them for different reasons. Sometimes it's just so that I can find out the unknown and not be surprised. Other times it's to pin down. Other times it's so I can understand a case better. better. And even other times it's because someone else wants me to take them. One of my co-counsels or a client. Lots of reasons to take a deposition. You should always know what that reason is. I've been trying to kind of take it easy this year following such a hard, 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 uh, you know, long trial and really, really busy uh, year that I had in 2019. I've done a mediocre job partially because of COVID seems like we've slowed down, but I don't think we really have. Things are getting pushed forward, but we're still getting cases in the door. We still have other cases to work on. The deposition I did today took six and a half hours. That doesn't sound like too long of a period of time, but imagine doing it by Zoom. So I thought I'd walk you through what that day looks like give you a preview of that. This week, actually, I have three depositions in a row, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Two uh, are for one case and one is for a, a, a totally different case. Two of them involve a subject matter that I'm just learning about. I've brought, been brought in as trial counsel on a false claims act case, which I've never done before. And then the other uh, Third deposition, of course, is in my typical area of practice, which is wrongful death. And that meant that I had to prepare for the depositions. Well, I had some help on the two False Claims Act depositions because uh, I'm only being brought in as trial counsel, so other people are helping help, helping me get documents and create lines. Um, but even so, I wasn't going to have time to prepare for Wednesday's deposition. So that meant on Sunday, yesterday, I spent from 8 o'clock until 4.15 working on the case. And I didn't think I was going to have to do that. But I went back and I looked at the timeline. I didn't like the timeline that we had. It wasn't good enough. And so I had to redo the timeline. This is called being a control freak. I will delegate. I will 
get things back. And if they're unusable, I have to redo them anyway. And this is why I don't like delegating. Delegating, you have to do though, because you can't do everything. And oftentimes it'll work out, but sometimes it doesn't. And when you delegate and it doesn't work out, guess what? You can't blame the person you delegated to. Well, you can, but it doesn't really help you. You just have to redo everything. And in this case, that meant I redid it on a Sunday. So I redid it on a Sunday, prepared then Sunday night for the Monday deposition. And then this is how it unfolded. So I get to the office. Now, normal circumstances, Nala would go to doggy daycare. I would go to the office and everyone would be in the same room and we would go from there. Well, here I go to my office. I'm wearing a mask. I'm bringing Nala. I'm wearing my standard uniform of Lululemon. I actually have my hair tied back with a clip. I say hi to Rachel. I walk over there with my mask on. She's got her mask on. She pulls out the thermometer, takes my temperature. Those are pretty cool, by the way. It takes one second, 97.5. Say goodbye, go to my office, close the door. Mala takes a seat. I get on my ball, get on the, we had our weekly firm meeting, got on that for a minute just to say I couldn't be on it because I had to be in a deposition. And then you get on the deposition. Use a service called StoryCloud. I'd never heard of them before, but Brad used them. And the reason that I'm using them uh, is because on, um, on this one case in particular, I didn't want to have to deal with the exhibits. And so they have a person that records it, the court reporter, and then they have a separate person that runs the exhibits. And you have to get the exhibits to them, to everybody the day before. That's my standard of practice. You get the exhibits ahead of time, which means that you have to be very organized. In this case, there were 33 exhibits. Um, they're loaded up and go through the deposition for the next six and a half hours. Nala got to go on three breaks. We had a lunch of 30 minutes, two 10 minute breaks, otherwise six and a half hours. Let me just say six and a half hours in front of a computer. Okay, you don't have to travel. You don't have to breathe other people's germs, but six and a half hours of a Zoom deposition is mind numbing. Even when you're taking the deposition, you get tired of it. It is hard for that reason. Just be staring into the screen is, there's something about it that just sucks your brain slightly out of your head when you're trying to concentrate in a Zoom deposition. You also have no ability to, to maintain eye contact with the witness. Um, they're not looking at you. Even if you're looking at them, they're really not looking at you. And especially when they're trying to read documents or you're telling them where to go, you just don't get that eye contact. You also can't see their hands at all. So um, you can't see anybody uh, movement. So all of those little micro gestures that we're look, we're, we normally would look at as trial lawyers, forget it. This is important. Uh, because sometimes I'll take a deposition, especially of an eyewitness or a different person. And all I really want to know is how do I think a jury will like them? 
So I'm, I'm there not to really judge what they're going to say. I'm there to judge whether they seem like they're truthful and what their body language is. Zoom is not going to help you in that regard. You might think you have a sense of that person from the head up or the neck up, but it's really not, it's definitely not good for that purpose. So if you want to judge how a witness is going to be in, in trial, Zoom is not the best. You can't see hands. You can't see anything. You, you just see 2D version of that person. So it's a good data collection type of deposition tool, but it's not more involved than that. The other thing about Zoom um, that is a little bit hard, I guess, to deal with is that everybody has their own screen and you kind of probably need to create some kind of a rule, maybe a court rule that says that the lawyer who is covering the deposition for the party against whom you're taking the deposition. So in other words, if I'm taking the defendant's deposition, deposition, the defense lawyer should not be able to communicate with the defendant by texting them or sending them uh, notes or anything like that, which they could do technically. Like you could text each other on the phone while you're doing a Zoom on a computer and no one would even know. So I think there probably needs to be some court rules about communication when you're in an electronic deposition, that that should not occur at any level. There is nothing like that right now. And even if you ask someone, they probably would deny it. So it leaves you feeling a little bit insecure about, hey, is that person really answering the question all on their own or are they being coached a little bit? And I'm not saying that anybody did coach them. I'm just saying there's no rule against it other than there should be and by extension, if you look at the current rules, you could kind of argue that there should be. But I do like having the other person there to, to uh, deal with the exhibits. It also is really helpful if you highlight the exhibits that become, um, that are going to be used when you're doing your Zoom deposition. If you highlight them, it's really easy to, to find out where you're going to that next question rather than having to hunt and peck through a document and waste everybody's time. So I like that feature as well. Overall, I give Zoom depositions a B grade. They're, they're better than having to fly somewhere. You certainly don't want people all crammed into a deposition room. I mean, there were like nine people on this phone call. That's not gonna be possible for, for nine people to be in a, in a deposition room. So they are, they are uh, better than nothing, and, and they're not terrible. And I still think they're better than flying, if you can avoid that. But nothing beats being in person. Yeah, so that's kind of my take on the Zoom depositions of today. Nala, honestly, since she's 12 years old now, she slept through most of it. And she would never have been able to do that as a younger dog. So we didn't have to take her to doggy daycare. She could maintain her non-social distancing from me. In fact, through COVID, she is so hyper about me being out of her eyesight that, I mean, she just, all I have to do is close the door and she starts having a cow that she can't find me. Doesn't, hurt, doesn't help that she's also becoming hard of hearing. But she just laid there. She only barked once when Patty came to bring me a document that we thought we would use and then we decided not to use. 
So did that, finished up, and then had to encounter, you know, the rest of what's going on. Work issues, COVID issues, Black Lives Matter issues, sexism on our attorney listserv issue from our Trialers Association. Just think, it just seems like there's no shortage of drama going on right now in life. And I guess there always is, but it's kind of nice to, to be able to focus back on work and not be just so footloose and fancy free that things seem overwhelming. So tomorrow's another deposition day. More exhibits, another outline to follow, and then another deposition day after that. I'm happy that we're starting to get back to the office. I really am. But I am very unhappy with the fact that we still have no jury trials going on and no plan that I've been told of. They're saying that they're going to start happening sometime in August. That's only a little over a month away. I just don't know what to think anymore. You know what else is really amazing is there's been such a huge disruption in the legal system. Uh, People's rights have been definitely impacted, and you don't hear anything about it. It's just quiet. It's like everything has been put on on pause in, in terms of our legal system, and nobody's complaining about it. I don't get it. How can that even be? It's like the bar associations are standing by and waiting for the courts to figure it out. The courts haven't figured it out. I wonder what's going to happen there. You know, we have to give deference to the courts because the courts run the courts. So the judges, the Supreme Court runs us and runs the court system in the state. And we just got to sit there and wait for them to tell us what to do. Seems kind of off. The case that we're taking depositions for, this is how horrible it is. This case is supposed to have a trial this year, but it's not gonna because it's a federal court case. We're supposed to be done with all of this depositions and stuff. Okay, we had to stop everything here. We were supposed to take depositions in person. Everything got stopped because of COVID. And now the defense lawyer won't allow a, a continuance of what's called the discovery cutoff date. So we're supposed to get everything done by July 2nd, which is impossible. So we had to bring a motion to the court, which a court hasn't ruled on because federal judges don't always rule on things when you wish that they would. So... Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. We've had to stack all these depositions together really, really tight to get it done by July 2nd. And guess what? Federal courts have said that they are not going to have any civil trials until the end of 2021, maybe 2022. What is the sense of us having to rush to get all these depositions done? They won't allow a continuance unless there's some extraordinary circumstance related to COVID. 
How about the fact that it's ruined everything? So, yeah, we're rushing. And oh, the old saying, we're hurrying up to wait. That's what we're doing here. Oh, I don't know. I wish things could get back to normal. I wish I could wave my magic wand. But until the courts come up with a plan, it's just leaving us in limbo. And the limbo is draining and scary and nerve wracking. And we have to keep explaining to our clients what's going on. And I'm dreading what's going to happen because we're still getting new cases in. I have tons of cases, but my cases that should be resolving and the trial dates are just getting pushed. And so it's going to create this giant wad of activity that's going to be even worse than normal. And I'm just dreading that. How are we going to do it all? I really hope the courts figure out what they're going to do here. And I hope that they figure it out soon. Okay, well, I'm going to leave us on a little bit of a happier note. This is just kind of a random thought podcast. And the happier note is... Okay, what would the happier note be? Well, let's see. The movie theaters are closed. That's not a happier note. Um, I don't know. The happiest note is that no one has been shot and killed in a couple of days. Not since Saturday in Seattle. I guess that's progress. Just shot. I know what's going to happen here. I want to be able to get out and walk around and enjoy this beautiful city. I wish I didn't have to wear a mask, but I'm fine wearing a mask. And tomorrow's going to be another day. I guess that's good news. This is some weird times that we're living in. And I just, I'm going to look back on these podcasts and some of them are going to just be random like this one. And I'm just going to go, oh my gosh, the COVID time was bizarre. Over and out.